Yeah, we're good. It's not going. Oh, there it is. It's oh, delayed it's on my side. Okay. Uh, okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. This is Lorraine and Jeremiah. And... <laughs> Snap out of it. Wake up. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened. Let me tell you, <laughs> it just happened. And I haven't seen it before. So we started recording, and you said hello, and the transcript started on my screen. And so I didn't know it was my turn to talk because I was reading what you had said. Oh. Okay, I don't get a transcript on my side. I, I've never seen it before. I just turned it off. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be distract. That's distracting. I don't even was- like subtitles when I'm watching, like, you know, TV. Yeah. Well, see, I like subtitles, but yes, it was very distracting having having everything kind of. <laughs> we're saying it come on the screen which is why i was a little delayed there but hello everybody welcome <laughs> yes hello to everybody out there we are back i know we had a little bit of a uh, glitch last week and jeremiah had stuff going on i had stuff going on and so but we're all caught up now yeah uh, so we are episode uh 40.1 and this is first timothy chapter six so and we're the this is the last chapter in first timothy so it's been a good book i think um as always it's all good stuff i always say that but uh if if everybody's been following along uh it basically said that this was a manual is that what i said it was it was in many ways a leadership manual for timothy that's what it was that was a couple of episodes ago so you know, I mean, the whole Bible is a manual, you know, for us. So, you know, but this is a particularly uh, pointed at Timothy, who's, I think, very young and new to the ministry. So I think that's why Paul was trying to nurture him. Right. So anyway, so how are you doing, Mr. Jeremiah? I'm doing good. Um, I told you earlier, it's been, it's going to be a little bit up and down here the next couple of weeks. I'm changing up medicine for myself uh, with my depression, depression, anxiety. So uh, we're just kind of feeling it out and hopefully it makes a good and easy transition. So, but I mean, I'm doing good. You look good. You look really good. Nice hat. We already talked about that. It looks good. Don't take it off. Okay. I mean, we don't want to see. Let's see what's underneath it. I get once it. You get, once you get a haircut, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're so funny. <sighs> it has been a crazy week. I have to say, uh, if everybody's been listening, I was talking about some stuff on Facebook that was going on that was a little distracting for me. And so, uh, but with a lot of prayer and um, good counseling from my friends uh you know we're just navigating through it and i'm gonna move on you know i'm gonna say my piece and hopefully be able to move on and you know it is what it is i don't use facebook for political means i really don't uh and if anybody knows me i and i intend to mention this later on not on this but on my facebook um i go on to facebook to 
see my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. And I decided to stay on Facebook because I wanted to be a positive on Facebook. And I, you can't be positive and encouraging if you're not on it. So, you know, so I try to post uh, encouraging things. You know, when I get the verse of the day, I just found out it's funny. Somebody was telling me that because I was I post my I post the uh, verse of the day from that Bible app. Oh, yeah. On my Instagram page, which is connected to my Facebook page. So it shows it in both places. Mm-hmm. And somebody was telling me that they were missing me posting it. They were like, you know, they because they were sharing it with their family. And it was like a reminder for them to, you know, keep passing it on. I can't remember who it was that told me that. But anyway, um, uh, I do remember who it was. <laughs> but I felt bad that I wasn't posting the verse of the day. Um, you know, I didn't realize that I was making that kind of impact. You know, you don't know. You don't know what you're doing. So, yeah. So what is new in your neck of the woods over there? I heard it rained in San Antonio. Yes, uh, it was supposed to rain Monday, but it kind of off and on. But yesterday we got a very nice rainstorm. Uh, I know at our house it lasted for probably a good 30 minutes, maybe more. Wow. Like good, good heavy rain. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. y'all needed it. Oh gosh, we did. So I don't know what that does to the, the aquifer and to the, to, to the water level, but everybody's grass may turn green for a few days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Sharon was saying. She's like, oh my gosh, it's raining. What was sad to me was, you know, it's so funny. We get little snippets of information out here from across the country. And they were, they did post that news about the, uh, what do you call it? The people in the trunk, the truck. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 That they found like on the outskirts of San Antonio. But what I noticed was when the guy was doing the news report, um, it was raining, which I thought was kind of interesting mm-hmm. that it was showing, you know, he was obviously under an umbrella or something. So, yeah. but you can see the rain dripping off of it. That was a sad story. That is just so yeah. incredibly horrible. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know one of the, the, the things about it is that there is a funeral home in town, I forget which company, but they're trying to make it to where they, those, those people can be taken care of and, uh, everything be done properly for them. So. That's awful. You know what the sad thing is that those people who came across in that manner, you know, how are their families going to know if they were one of those people that lived or died? They're never going to know. I mean, how do you get that information back to the, I mean, it's just so sad, you know, but I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I've got my own opinions about it. I, yeah whatever I, I we're not allowed to get political so i can't say but yeah close the border <laughs> all right i said it out loud <laughs> oh my gosh all right i'll stop i'll stop sorry listeners i'm not trying to be political i'm really not it was, just seems like common sense to me but who am i to say so all right 
Well, do you want to um, do you want to open us up in prayer and then yes. we'll uh, dive in? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we come before you uh, with praise in our hearts, mm. with thanksgiving, Lord, and uh, I come and I ask you for wisdom mm. for us and for our listeners and for for everyone out there for your wisdom. Mm. Uh, there there are things going on in our. Uh, country our political climate all kinds of things that we're trying to to navigate through lord and my prayer is that we can have open discussions mm. about what's going on in a loving way and uh we all learn to to respect views and listen to views lord uh with your ears and with your wisdom uh, I know that I pray every day to be able to to make sure that I remember to, to to love people where they're at and to love them like you do, Lord. Yes. And honestly, sometimes it's hard for me, uh, but I pray for strength and encouragement uh, for everyone that uh, wants to be be the image of you, Lord. And mm. and and I pray that. Your love shines through more than anything in that. I pray for our listeners, those that decide to take this journey with us, Lord. I pray encouragement for them that, to keep going with us each and every day, learning to, to read your word and read it so that we can hear you and listen to you and take from your wisdom, Lord, most of all. And uh, we thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his sacrifice, Lord. And... I pray that we're able to let people know that he sacrificed and that he loved everybody. He did the things that he did for love. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say and write the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Yeah. Writing is huge. <laughs> huge. <Yes. laughs> you know, things are said... Uh, through the written word that sometimes can be hurtful and you really have to be, I, I know I, I've, we've talked about this already. I, I don't ever, no, I, I shouldn't say ever, but when I'm praying about it and I'm in the word and I'm trying to be uh, the example of Christ, I write out what I want to say on Facebook before I post it. Like I sit there and I write it on a Word document. I sit there and I, I read it and I read it over and over and I, I read it out loud so I could hear it. And, you know, before you post, you know, think about what you're posting and how you're saying it. Because sometimes when it comes across, it's very, it can be loud and very, uh, what's the word? I don't know, sometimes condescending, insulting. And so yes. you want to, right? Well, and you cannot say anyone's name specifically, but somehow they find out that you're talking about them and that's uncomfortable too. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and you're sitting there, you know, yes. So 
you have to be very choosy. You know, yes. you really have to be very choosy. And, you know, like I said, I, I get onto Facebook to try to be a positive influence. I really do. I really, really try not to, you know, be ugly. I try not to post anything. I, I stopped commenting on political stuff uh, and religious stuff too. You know, I, I really, I just want to be encouraging, you know, and just a good, good, bright spot in somebody's day. So that's all we can do. Mm -hmm. so, all right. Chapter six, episode 40.1. <clears throat> all slaves should show full respect for their masters so they will not bring shame on the name of God and his teaching. If the masters are believers, there is no excuse for being disrespectful. Those slaves should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well loved. False teaching and true riches. Teach these things, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey them. Some people may contradict our teaching, but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. We were just talking about that, right, Jeremiah? It's, yes, I was just thinking that. I know. Uh, these people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. Okay, I did not know that that was a Bible verse. That's interesting. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Paul's final instructions. <clears throat> but you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. And I charge you before God, who gives life to all before, before Christ Jesus, who gave a good testimony before Pontius Pilate, that you obey this command without wavering. Then no one can find fault with you from now, on, from now until our Lord Jesus comes again. For... At just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and almighty God, the King of all kings and Lord of all lords. He alone can never die, and he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him. No human eye has ever seen him, nor ever will. All honor and power to him forever. Amen. 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 
Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. Timothy, guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid godless, foolish discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. Some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. May God's grace be with you all. You there? I'm there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> All right. Um, a lot of good stuff in there today, yeah? Yes. I um, I highlighted a lot. So do you want to start? Uh, no, I'll let you start this time. Okay. So I started out in um, the first verse. Mm -hmm. uh, all slaves should follow, I'm sorry, should show full respect for their masters so they will not bring shame on the name of God and his teaching. Um, I think we might have talked about this before where we're not actually, I don't think he's, well, maybe back then he was talking about slaves, but I think the word slaves means workers, right? Didn't we talk right. about that? Yeah. So, you know, whoever your boss is, you know, show respect for them, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what. Um, if the masters are believers, that I don't, I didn't, that is no excuse for being disrespectful. I don't know what that means. Did you did you get anything from that? Uh, no, I don't know who he's taught. If the masters are believers, that is no excuse for being disrespectful. Who's being disrespectful? That's what I don't get. The master or the slave? Oh, oh, that's interesting. But. If you're a believer, you wouldn't be disrespectful. That's what I, it seems, I don't know. I. There's got to be something to that, but yeah, I don't sure. want to. Maybe there's but, something missing in translation. Yeah, and that's something we'd have to actually do a little research on. And I don't, we don't have time to talk about that right now. So I apologize. I didn't ho highlight again until the middle of three. What about you? Well, I did highlight uh, those slaves should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well-loved. Hmm. Both slaves. I think that that's supposed to run together. Okay. If the masters are believers, there's no excuse for being disrespectful. For the, so maybe the, he's talking about the slaves that are not respecting the master. Those slaves should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well-loved. Okay. Those slaves should work with all the harder, should work all the harder because their efforts are helping other believers who are well loved. I, I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss. I am. I'm not quite getting it, but, but we're not scholars. So we, that's probably why we're not getting it. We are not scholars. And so, you know, you know, the funny thing is, and I'm just going to say this out loud, some, there are some Bible verses and there's some chapters in the Bible that preachers seem to go back to a lot. But then there's stuff like this that, you know, 
there's questions about it and I don't see anybody preaching about it. So, true. you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, but this just shows how human that Jeremiah and I are, that we are, you know, not beyond ourselves that we're going to sit there and try to pretend that we know everything because we don't. We so, um, so if anybody out there has a comment about it, please feel free to leave a comment. If you know something about this particular verse, uh, you can email us uh, and he'll give you that information later. Um, so, so I went on into, um, so I'll start with the beginning. Some people may contradict our teaching, which they will, right, but right. these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is just saying, this is, this is Jesus's teachings, right? Yes. It promotes a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. They don't get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. And I have been experiencing just that. We just yeah. talked about that. So not to name any names. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that we all are. I mean, when, when we have these landmark things happen, whether it's for this or against that or whatever it may be, you know, I think our country is in such a place that we do, you know, jealousy happens, division happens. Yeah. Uh, all these things happen. It's happening. It With is every happening. major decision or law that is being trying to be passed. These things are happening. And so, yeah, it's, it, it's good. To, it's good to read about it and, and, and have a, a teaching that, you know, what we should do in place of that. that I, no, it does. It makes perfect sense. It really does. And, uh, you know, you know, we're again, Jeremiah don't, and I don't want to be political. We don't want to, you know, we, we both have similar viewpoints so we could probably get on a soapbox and start talking. <laughs> If we wanted to, but we won't. That's not what this is about. This is about reading our Bible. But there is a lot of jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions that's going on out there right now. And the, the, what, what non-believers don't get is that it's Satan. It's Satan's playground, and he's causing all this division on purpose, you yeah. know, because that's what he does. And so... You know, we as believers recognize it. We know it because we've, we've experienced it. We've watched it. We've seen it. So um, I went down to six. Did you have anything else? Uh, no, that's what I highlighted. Okay. You want to go? Uh, yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. And so I, I, what, he, what he's talking about is that there are those people that pretend to be godly so they can become wealthy and that if we if we're really truly truly preaching the word and teaching what jesus wants us to teach and then the contentment we have with it is 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 what the wealth should be not the, the earthly things yes yes yeah, there are people out there that are trying to make money off of, uh, and there's tons. Of, I mean, look at uh, Tammy Faye and Jim Baker. You know, they they made yeah. a boatload of money off of people, you know, for years. You know, yeah. and you know, of course, they got, I think they got thrown in prison for it. You know, but 
that's you know that but that again that's that's the devil's workshop you know that's what he does and he turns a, a good thing into something horrible i thought it was kind of cool where it says um this is this is uh oh no we're not there yet but the verse of uh, we we brought nothing into this world and we can't take it with us i mean i didn't know that was a bible verse did you I knew that Job said that in the book of Job. He did? Yeah. Yeah. In the first, yeah. When, when the, in the first chapter, when things happen, well, he says it more. I think he says more. I came into this world naked. I came through my mother's room naked and naked how I'll, I'll leave it. But saying the same thing. It is saying the same thing. I mean, you go in with you. That's it. You're coming into this world as you and you leave it as you. That's it. There's nothing more, nothing less. You know, I yeah. think that's kind of interesting. And it's true. But, you know, at the same time now, God's not saying you shouldn't want to live a good life and earn money and, you know, have earthly things while you're here. But you shouldn't make them your idols. I think that's where people get a little confused you know if it's taking your eyes off of jesus then it's become an idol and mm -hmm. that's where uh god it's a little you know you that's why you have to be a strong christian and understand uh the word you need to and the only way to get to know it is to keep reading it and to get to know it more yeah. um so you know that's what you know that's what this is saying but then it goes into that next verse 10 right yeah people misquote this all the time, all the time. right yes. and i remember the the first time i heard it quoted correctly was at cbc with robert um for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil it's the love of money it's not that money is the evil thing yeah. it's the love it's the making it an idol so if you're so preoccupied with making money, then you're off track. Yes. Yeah. Cause it just, it, and it says here, you know, uh, those who uh, crave money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. A lot of That's things, right. you know, doing everything for money or doing to the be rich. I think, you know, it leads you to make improper decisions. Absolutely. But at the same time, too, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, you know, it depends upon, you know, your how how strong your faith is. Yes. So, you know, uh, I remember, again, listening to that sermon and, you know, God doesn't say you have to be poor. You know, he doesn't say that you shouldn't have, you know, a nice home and, you know, food on your table. I mean, he wants you to be you know, comfortable and have good things. He gives you good things. Again, he doesn't want it to become your idol. So, right. you know, and he even said, I mean, Jesus, Jesus had not a dime, but as he did his preaching, he was blessed everywhere he went. He had a place to stay. He had food to eat, you know, God took care of him. Mm -hmm. So, which is what, you know, when you read through, um, I think the old Testament, you know, it says, and I think it says in the New Testament too. I mean, I think I've said it recently where it says you're supposed to take care of the leaders of your church, the guys that are out there preaching right. and, you know, leading because they're the ones that are feeding you. So that kind of goes back to, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox here about tithing, 
but you tithe to your storehouse. You tithe to where you're being fed. And that's, you know, the more you, the, you, I believe, I believe this with all my heart, the more you tithe, the more you get blessed because you're giving back what was God's to begin with. So, you know, you tithe to your storehouse is what it comes down to. Right. And, you know, it comes for full circle, I believe. So, okay, off my, soap, off my soapbox now. <laughs> um, I highlighted in 11. Next, what about you? Yep. So, Timothy, you're a man of God, so run from all these evil things. Yep. And pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Run yep. from the evil things. Yep. I was thinking about um, Jacob in the Old Testament. Who oh, yeah, he ran from Potiphar's wife. Oh, yeah. Yep. Are you going to expound on that? No, not till we get there. <laughs> What's that? Not till we get to Genesis. Oh. <laughs> oh, you don't want to give a spoiler. Is that what you're it's saying? It's a teaser. It's a teaser. Okay. You got to keep listening. <laughs> well, we're getting there. Uh, you know, we're, That's right. we're it's not we're much, like, it's not far along. No, it's not. We're more than halfway there. So we're doing good. All right. Well, then we won't. But yes, that, that was a good analogy. That was but yeah, you're supposed to pursue righteousness, godly life. Um, you know, and it goes back to, I think I read it in the last chapter. Uh, where did I see it? Where did I see it? Oh, yeah. In uh, 4, chapter uh, verse 12. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Be an example to all believers in what you say. Um, you know, live your life, you know, in a good, godly way. You know, in your love, your faith, your purity. It goes right back into that. Yeah. Um, and then in, I did 15, that whole little segment there. Uh-huh. <clears throat> For at just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only almighty God, the King of all kings and Lord of all lords. He alone can never die. And he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him. No human eye has ever seen him nor ever will. I find that kind of cool. No human eye right. specifies that, right? Mm -hmm. So when we get to heaven, we do get to see him. Yeah, our our spirit will. Right. Our soul, but not, not our, yes. Our earthly eyes are not going to see him. Very specific. All honor, right? All honor and power to him forever. Amen. Amen. And then uh, I did 17. Did, what did you do next? I did. Okay. Um, teach, those, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. And and, and a lot of people do trust their money so much. <clears throat> their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. That's exactly right. That's exactly correct. And that ties right back into the love of money is the yep. root of all evil. You know, it ties all in. Yeah, don't trust in your money because, you know, God will give and take away, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. You don't know. I mean, look at our stock market right now. 
how volatile is that? I mean, and for anybody who might be watching this in the you know future, if it's ever out there still, <laughs> maybe somebody will find this in a time capsule or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, right now we're you know we're teetering on a recession. You know, it's 2022, and you know, of course, the president is saying no, 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 and I'm not being political. But I mean, all the numbers are pointing towards a recession. It's pretty evident. I'm not even a big, you know, financial wizard, but I, it's pretty evident to me. Yeah. So, anyway, very unreliable. You never know. Yes. And then um, I went into 18. Mm -hmm. uh, tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up, this is the one I love, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. You store up your treasures in heaven. Wasn't that from Matthew? Yeah. I think. Yes. I heard someone else this week uh, preaching about that. I don't remember who it was. Huh. But yeah, and then so I'm 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 not I don't I like Dave Ramsey. I, I like he has some good good advice. Um but the, the thing that I really like what he says is one of his best quotes is you need to live like no one else so that you can live like no one else. And what he's saying is um for those that are in any kind of financial uh, troubles, you have to change the way you live and you have to, you can't go and you shouldn't use your credit card, don't buy cars you can't afford, don't buy houses you can't afford. You basically saying don't live like anyone else so that you can learn to control your money, do good things with it, and you will get to a point where, you, again, you're going to live like no one else because you'll be free from debt and be able to give more than you've ever given before, give more that others can give and live the life that you, you know, that uh, you want to live. But it's all about not loving money, uh, using money for good, uh, being content with what God gives you. I mean, it's all these principles that, that Paul's talking about here. Well, and the other part of that too, the giving part is huge because People are so afraid to give, you know, they're afraid. They're like, okay, you're supposed to give 10%. You know, it, it's, it's hard. It is really hard writing that check. It really is, but you're going to get it back. What is it? Pressed down, shaken together. You're going to get back more in the end, you know, whether it's here in this earth or in our he heavenly, you know, right. home. You know, you're going to get your, you're going to get, you're storing up your treasures in heaven. Right. So, right. you know, it's tough. You know, if you, if you only have, you know, if you make $200 in a week and you, you know, you, you give 20 bucks away, that gives you 180. Okay. Yeah. But that's what God's re requiring. You know, that's what he wants you to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a godly principle. And it's something we should all pray about and consider doing. So, you know, 
And then the last thing I did was in 26, I, I just highlighted the whole thing. Because <clears throat> he's really, you know, if you go back, uh, Timothy is somebody dear to his heart because he's so young and he's really trying to, I think, nurture him to being a, a strong leader. Uh, Timothy, guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid this, I thought, this is cool. This is going back to that Titus that you mentioned to me, right? Right. Avoid godless, foolish discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. Some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. May God's grace be with you all. You know, that's huge. You know, yeah. you know, don't waste your time. You know, don't waste your time on, you know, these arguments and endless, you know, you, endless, uh, you agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Right. Right. So that's, you know, that's what I think he's trying to say. He's like, don't, don't get yourself trapped. You're going to get into an argument. You're going to lose your cool. I, I am not quick enough. And I, I was just telling Sharon this the other day. Sometimes I'm spot on, but most days, if, if I get into an argument with a fast talking person, I generally cannot keep up with them and I can't have a rebuttal fast enough. So for me, can you hear my phone ringing? No. Okay, good. I forgot to close my door. Um, I, I don't have a fast enough rebuttal and I could probably have a lot of good stuff to say back, but I can't recall it quick enough. So right. I end up losing battles quickly. So I tend to not get engaged with people that I know I'm going to have that kind of conversation with okay. so that is biblical and we should follow that yes that so all right well as always that was a pretty indeed for such a short chapter we took a lot of time chewing on that didn't we we did we did that's a that's a good thing though you know uh i've been saying to everybody that these chapters are very short and the books are short too like they're, they're kind of like they're like bullets, you know, they're like little yeah, short exactly. bullets coming at you, you know, so, so we just finished uh, first Timothy and we're going to be doing second Timothy come Monday. So that's awesome. We'll, we're into the next uh, set of letters for poor little Timothy. Um, so we are uh, going to go ahead and say to everybody, if you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, if you have not made a uh, decision to become a Christ follower. Uh, we are going to lead you in this prayer. And uh, of course, if you're a believer, feel free to say it as well. Uh, but we encourage you to become a follower of Christ. If you're reading your Bible, you're halfway there. So you may as well take the next step <laughs> and, and dive in. Dive in. That's right. That's right. Let's, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the family of Christ. And you are now an adopted brother or sister. 
And so we encourage you to um, celebrate, uh, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you accepted Christ and that this is your new birthday. And um, go out and um, find a church, right? Um, get involved and uh, start living for Jesus. I mean, that's what he wants us to do. So that's it. That's all that. That's all you got to do. That's it. Get well, start doing it, you know, find a ministry. So, so I'm going to have uh, Jeremiah give our plug because I mentioned it earlier. How do you can communicate with us? You can email us at Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that came out of there. Uh, you can go to our, our Facebook page, Take a Leap of Faith. Um, you're listening to us on, uh, you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us on a podcast. Comment, like, share. Uh, let us know you're out there and uh, what you think. I mean, if, if you have an opinion on what something says, let us know. Let us know. So we always encourage you to tell us if we've said something that's not right, please tell us if we've said something good. We'd love to hear that too. You know, if we've said something and if you got saved, we want to hear about it. You oh, know, yes. if, if we have led somebody to Christ, which is that's icing on the cake for me, um, you know, reading the word of God is what I was led to do and led to bring Jeremiah into. Um, but being able to lead people to Christ is, like I said, icing on the cake. And uh, I just hope that there are people out there getting saved. So. So now we are going to do, uh, it's the little things. Uh, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. And because uh, we were talking so much <laughs> doom and gloom about our politics yes. and our, you know, the doom of our country. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we were talking about earlier, Jeremiah and I, we were talking about uh, since it's 4th of July weekend, mm -hmm. we thought we'd bring it up. I'm wearing my red shirt um so which i don't know what it says on there oh i was saying can you see that's what it says but it's got flip-flops if you can see it it's very beachy yeah very summer yeah, yeah. Vibe. So, so i know you are going to be uh at a graduation for your son-in-law this weekend it's just visitation oh am i off am i off calendar here i don't know did he already graduate from basic he already graduated oh my gosh i okay so senior moment i'm so sorry <laughs> no he gets <laughs> Uh, so he's he's up in uh, Shepherd Air Force Base for five months, and so we're going up that way to visit, and uh, uh, we'll be up there. Of course, Randy will be there. Um, my parents are coming. His parents and family are going to come too and spend a couple of days with us out there. So uh, just so he gets he gets Friday and Monday off. So it seemed like a good idea to go up there and cool. spend some extra days with him. Nice little four-day weekend. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be really fun. So, you know, for those of us who know people who are serving, 
um, you know, just show your appreciation, you know, for the, since it is 4th of July weekend. Okay, so little, uh, okay, so I, in my ignorance, <laughs> I love watching the movie The Patriot. You ever see that? I love that movie. Absolutely. I think that was one of Mel Gibson's finest films ever. So when you talk about 4th of July, and maybe you know this already, you probably do, but I didn't, I was always under the impression for some reason that the 4th of July was the end of this of the Revolutionary War. And it's not, it's actually the beginning of it. It was their quote unquote declaration of independence. They're trying to break away from the the, uh, British. I didn't know that. Uh, I learned that last summer. I think it was last summer. My husband and I were walking around in New Jersey. Now, the part of New Jersey that we live is uh, uh, the Northeast by close to New York. And there are so many revolutionary war uh, sites to to visit out there. And so right around the corner from us, there's a place called Vanson Park. And this was a place where George Washington uh, pitched his tents and, you know, his, his armies were there and there's different plaques. And the dates were odd for me. I'm looking at it going, okay, so 1776 was the year that we declared our uh, independence, you know, our intention to be independent. So like there were dates of war, like 17, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was, let's say 1777 or 1778. And I turned to Rich, I'm like, wait a minute, why are these dates afterwards? Why are they still at war? He's like, you know, he gives me that look like, oh, you poor, ignorant, dumb little girl. How do you not know this? <laughs> but I just thought that was kind of cool. So maybe there are other people out there who also think the same thing. I don't know. Could I be. Can't one. If you are one of those people, feel free to let us know. <laughs> Make me feel better that I'm not the only person <laughs> who doesn't know. Well, you know, uh, if you're not interested in history or don't, like, I don't remember a lot of things, but there are a few things that stick out and that I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. I started celebrating today. I told you this earlier. I went and bought, uh, they call them I Heart Donuts. But they were the 4th of July donuts from Krispy Kreme. They were quite tasty. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I am diabetic, so I shouldn't have any. But I have two. <laughs> I have two donuts today. Oh, they were so good. It's hard to pass up a Krispy Kreme. It really is. Usually, I'm pretty good at it. Um, but yeah. I heard an advertisement on the radio about these things. And so I went right after my doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're celebrating. I went to celebrate and I picked them up. My daughter refused one, which Raina refused one, which is great. We'll see how my wife does when she gets home. I'm gonna make her eat one. She's gonna she's gonna eat one. Don't do that. Don't make no, her. Oh, it's too late. I've already decided she's having a donut tonight. She should have like half. You nope. said there was like a couple of no. You said no. Oh, don't be evil. Don't do that. 
If I had a donut, she's having a donut. <laughs> That's terrible. It's marriage. It's marriage. You know, uh, okay, so I told you earlier that Rich threw his back out. So he's been kind of down for the count. So, uh, and this is the week. So the military, I don't know if they all do this, but the Navy, they make you do like a, you have to weigh in. I think it's once a year to make sure you're in your parameters that you're supposed to be. And then you also have to do a PT thing where you have to show that you're you know, physically active or whatever, push-ups, sit-ups, whatever. And then his choice is to go swim. But with his back being out, he's you know praying that he'll be able to do this on Thursday, which is tomorrow. I'm pretty sure he'll be okay. But yesterday he needed help getting to the, to the, ho- to the hospital to where the, the gym is. <laughs> So, so I took them. And then, of course, leaving there, if you turn left, you can go towards this little town area. And there's this yummy little donut shop called Golden Golden Donuts that, oh, my gosh, they're so yummy. He's like, let's go get some donuts. I'm like, dude. You just wait in. No, no. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm still trying to, you know, get rid of that five pounds I've gained over the last three years. You know, so no, 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 no. So we did not get the donuts. Yeah. No. Oh. No donuts. So and he's working. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know, you mentioned that he's been hurting. And you know, um, I think that. Sometimes uh, men's pain tolerance may be lower than women's, especially moms. Yes. And I say this, and and so what ends up happening, like, and I'm not afraid to tell, when something hurts me, like, I tell Cassie, like, oh, this hurts. Oh, this hurts. My knee's been hurting this week. It, it hurts. It hurts. But anyways, I, I tend to tell her. And she she's she's a tough gal. She, you know, nothing ever hurts her. But when it does... It never fails. And I try to remember. I try to remember, but I don't always. Now it's a joke. But it just seems like when she's hurting and she decides to tell me, oh, this hurts or that hurts, I have to tell her what hurts on me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. At the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a headache, too. Or, you know, whatever. And then it's a joke (laughs) now. But why do you have have issues when I had issues? It's my turn. But I, I tend to. Yeah, I don't know if, if I think it's a competition or what, but I have to share that I'm in pain as well as you are. So that's so funny. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I did say those words the other day. I said, you know, not to take. Oh, oh, I know. So actually, Rich and I both have the exact same, not exactly, but pretty close to the same lower back issues. Mine was due to a car accident way back when I was in my 20s and that I didn't recognize that it was something I should be worried about. But now, you know, 30 years later, you know, it's, it's coming up anyway. uh, So I was, I was getting out of bed and I could feel it. Like, I can't describe it, but you can feel like, it's like a, like a twinge. And then it's like, you can feel like it's going to start to go. And you're like, okay, if I stop doing that, then maybe it'll stop it from actually going full blown out. So I stopped and, you know, waited and, you know, kind of, and then I started moving around a little bit and then, you know, I, I, I bent over, I stretched a little bit anyway. So then he comes to me, he's like, can you help me put my socks on? Cause he can't bend over. 
So I'm like, yeah, I said, you know what, not to take away your thunder, by all means, I'm really not trying to, but I said, my back was on the verge of going out like five minutes ago. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back to 4th of July, 4th of July uh, celebrations. Uh, so is there anything good that you're going to go see up there in the Dallas area? Are there fireworks or anything? I have no idea. Oh. Not a clue. You have to go see fireworks. I mean, that's just, you know, it's part hot. of it. It's not? It's hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. Okay. It's not as hot here as it is there, but it is. It we is can't all live hot. there. It's hitting 90 here. It's hitting 90. It's up there. We're close. You know. You're close. You're close. We're, we're that close. But I just saw on the news. Okay, so I think this guy was on America's Got Talent with this like drone show where he puts like mm -hmm. these. Is that right? There was like a hundred or fifty drones or something, I, and they I've heard of those, yeah. They all go together with the music and everything. So apparently, somewhere this guy is going to be doing that, like in maybe San Diego Bay or something. I don't know. So I want to see if I can't find that. I don't want to pay for it, but you know, I definitely would like to go look to see yeah. <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We don't I, really. Go ahead. I don't know. We don't know of anything happening. We haven't looked. We're just yeah. excited to be around family. I think it's just our biggest thing. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we um, I we're gonna be going to see family. The nor okay. So in the last probably ten, between ten and fifteen years, I think it's been. It's definitely been ten years. Uh, me and my boys would be in New Jersey. And my niece, who's got kids close to Gabriel's age and Joshua's age, uh, we would do um, Fourth of July together, which was fun. And this is our first year that we're not doing. I didn't. I should text her and tell her I forgot. Uh, but anyway, um, this is our first year that we're not doing Fourth uh, of July together. And I'm so sad about that. I know. Last year it was our family reunion, so we were all together, like all 35 of us or whatever it was. So, but this year it would have normally been the off year and I would have been doing, but the price of tickets were so ridiculous. Flying on 4th of July or for the weekend, I, I just couldn't condone paying that price. It was crazy. Yeah. So we'll celebrate later, but I think um, Gabriel and I will probably find something to go do on Monday because Rich is working. So yeah, it is what it is. There's something else I was going to say about, for, oh, what do you guys, norm, like, normally, if you weren't going out of town, do you normally do, like, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, that kind of spread? Do you normally do that? We do something. We usually go out to my parents' uh, place. They live out outside of New Braunfels, and, you know, we have done fireworks here and there, so that's yeah. fine. That's what we, we usually have, like, a, a card night, a game night, and eat and play games and maybe do fireworks nice yeah that'll be fun i don't know what we're gonna do honestly uh like i said you know it's just me and gabriel oh no actually rich is off by the afternoon so we might all be able to get to go out and go see something some kind of something or other and maybe do a little bit of grilling probably try to do it more healthy with chicken you know 
Yeah. I went like on a, a, a buying spree last year <laughs> during COVID and uh, Costco had like those Hebrew nationals on sale uh, for like, yeah. I don't know, like $5.99 <laughs> a package or something. So I bought like two or three of them. So I've got like oodles of hot dogs in my freezer right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. We did that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so crazy. I, I have to stop. You know, we have a year, a little bit over a year before Rich retires. And if we're moving, which we don't know, I mean, I've got a whole freezer full of frozen food that we got to eat through before. Yeah, you can keep cooking that. I'm getting through it. I I actually am doing pretty good. Um, I'm trying not to cook too much through it because the price of groceries are so, you know, I don't know where that's going to go. So I'm trying to keep some stuff stockpiled a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's some things I can't even find. Were we talking about this the other day about not being able to find stuff? Mm -mm, not me. There's certain things that I love and I like, okay, so for instance, I don't drink straight up water. I drink Crystal Light, which I know is not the most healthiest thing, but peach mango tea, favorite drink of all times for me. Mm -hmm. It must be the most popular drink because I can't find it on the shelves. It's really weird. I had to order it online. And then yesterday I was at the commissary and there were like two, four, six, there were eight sitting there on the shelf. I grabbed them up. I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've been waiting too long for this. Then the other thing I, uh, uh, certain salad dressing that I absolutely love, can't find it. I'm like, what? Why is this the most popular dressing of all time? Interesting. Happened to find that. Bought six of those. I'm like, the people must think I'm crazy, which I am, but I'm I'm set for salad, that's for sure. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So weird. So weird. So we don't have any other traditions other than, you know, like I said, we used to go. Hang out with my my niece. Oh, be quiet. Do you hear my dog bark? I did hear him to hear him bark. He has a very menacing bark. He's not a menacing dog, but he looks it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a very uh, throaty, you know, kind of voice. Like, what, what's her name from? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can see her. Oh, okay, people out there listening, you're thinking I'm so crazy, but she, oh, she played Chandler Bing's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Friends, you know that deep. I know who you're talking about, yeah. And she did Jessica Rabbit uh, in. Uh, uh, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, what's her name? Oh, I can't. And she played with uh, Michael Douglas in those Romancing the Stone and. I can see her face. Anyway, Kathleen. Kathleen Turner. Yes. Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Yes. That's his bark. It's like that yeah. throaty kind of, you know, it scares the bejeebies out of people when they come knocking on my door. I love it. That's yeah. Good. People won't come here. It's, yeah. So I don't know why I started talking about that. 
Oh, because he was barking. That's why. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you all out there, I, we've gone long enough. I'm sure you're just tired of, you probably tuned out by now. You probably, <laughs> you're like on to bigger and better things by now. <laughs> or you're so intrigued that we're talking like this, you know, that you can't help, you know, it's like yeah. watching, a, watching a train wreck. You can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, we are so blessed to be able to uh, lead you in this wonderful Bible study. Uh, we don't know what time it is that you're getting to do this, but we are thankful that you set aside time to do it. So we're going to sign off and say thank you. God bless you. And I will see you on Monday. Yeah, I'll see you next week.